I'm sipping, 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 I'm sipping. This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Get your fucking life together. And I got Saf. Yo, yo, I'm in the building. Oh my God, she just popped a collar on a hoodie. Uh, oh, I'm just saying. I was just trying to, you know, show, bring a little attention, you know. I mean, talk about it. What's that? That's all, you know, that good, that good new, that new wear you got here, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> no, um, this is a dope, a dope um collection I just bought out. Um, it sends an amazing message that was instilled by my great grandfather, and the message is the black press is the voice of Black America. It's so true. You know, there's so many people out there trying to tell our stories, but we have to be in control of our own narrative. So make sure you check out onthescenemagazine.com for your own uh, legacy edition. So on the back of this, let me just show you this little little bit. So I don't know, can you see? In prototype. Yeah, we can see it. This is the prototype. But Come back to the mic. To give a little story... Um, so it's the legacy edition because it highlights on a scene magazine, it highlights my father's newspaper, the Philadelphia New Observer, and my grandfather and great grandfather's newspaper, the New Observer that was based in DC. So that's why this is a legacy edition, but um it's real important for us to make sure that we control our story. So check us out. Word, word, word. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. So now we got the legacy for the owners and we got the yo yo and i ain't got neither one yet but you about they you got <clears throat> they, they coming they coming because i know they're going to be like i ain't never seen sammy wear one because i ain't got one I'm he getting he about to get laced so um crazy 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 week for me um we buried fat's mom rest in peace to her rest in peace uh friend of mine lost a close friend of theirs and then somebody, two guys I call my brothers, Ted and Chris, lost their pop. So it's just been a long, draining week. But fly day was fly day as usual. I had a fucking ball. Had my fly girls on there with me acting crazy. And we said, though, yes, it was. Fly day was definitely like a whole situation. I knew it was going to be at 3.30. I just was like, yo, it's, it's early as shit and it ain't. Yeah, it was a whole situation. Like it. it was a whole situation. I had a good time. Shout out to my sister, Lady Caution Two One Five, Uptown Lulu. My sis, Chick with the Juice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the only fly girl we was missing was Polly Baby. Right, but listen, she was the spirit because she's the fly girl all day, every day. Yeah, shout out um, Polly Baby. But yeah, so we had a good time yesterday. We had a good nah, time. that shit was cool. That was cool. That was cool. Um, year in twenty twenty wrap up. Oh. Does everyone have their list ready? We're going to need list people. Now, it's crazy because ever since I said we was going to do it, I noticed that everybody's doing it. <laughs> oh, wow. But everybody's year is different. So that's cool. And a lot of people, I think, are just doing, um, they're, 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 they're totally tallying up the events of the year mm -hmm. more so than right, their right, personal right. Yeah. Paint, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all good, but um, we got the K mic loaded. What up? What up? What up? Yeah. Hey, I don't like it. Hey, I don't like uh, it. Hey, I got a yo yo and a what up? What up? What up? This is about to be bad, yo. Yo, no <laughs> hater region or holler region in this dancery, okay? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you tell them soft. Like, oh my what's going goodness. on? You outnumbered today, so you really can't say but too much. I'm outnumbered every time we hear. 
Yeah, but, but not vocally. I have a mic. <laughs> I got big up. But she got I big have up. a mic. All right, so what we doing, man? How we going to spark this pup? Well, spark mine. you know what? Let's start on the music tip. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes we're a music podcast. So let's start over there. Who do you guys think you would give title Artist of the Year? And this is national artist or local? Let's start national and then go to local. Okay. So for me, it absolutely has to be Lil Baby. For the simple fact of what he's the movement, um, because, you know, 2020, we were faced with um, a lot of, um, well, they, we, we experienced injustices before, but there's been um, some major injustices and some light shed on it as well. So, um, as you said earlier in the beginning of the pandemic, that um, the pandemic itself, we're kind of like going through the renaissance period or a renaissance period. So the creativity Absolutely. and the art that was going to come through it. Mm-hmm. So amongst that, um, bring, bringing it to the injustices and bringing light to Black Lives Matter. Um, and what he also did, I don't know if anybody saw what he did for George Floyd's daughter. He also, he actually said that, you know, during the, when it first happened that he would, you know, maintain and and stay in her life and, and be a part of her life. And he actually just threw her a major, a massive birthday party. Um, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was rooms and rooms of just amazement and um it looks like she really had a good time absolutely it was it was a nail bar i mean it was just balloons it was just pretty it was beautiful it was hair it was just everything and um so i just want to shout him out because he kept his word for one and just also just the way that he moves i just like the way he moves so for me um, it's little baby i can see little baby i guess i would give little baby and um benny benny the butcher probably um even you know life happens outside of art so he had a mishap this year that was crazy. But yeah. besides that, like, he tore everything the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Him and Conway, I guess, you would have to split it. But it's crazy because at that point, you're talking Griselda. Like, you know what I mean? But they whole movement. But Benny has emerged on some, like, Jada Kid shit, where it's like, we know everybody in the group is nice, but everybody needed that, that Benny feature this year. True. You know what I mean? So I heard it. shout out to them because from where they from and how they did it, they deserve everything they fucking get for it. You know what I mean? As far as what they putting into the music and the energy and the merch and the shows, I, I heard great stories about their performances. I never got to see them live, but I, I'm agreeing with Lil Baby and I'm going to throw, throw Benny in that pup. Mm-hmm. Now, locally. You go first. Ah, I got to go first. Um, I think we got the same person. He was on the show yesterday. <laughs> son of the 215. Definitely Son of the 215. Um, probably has my vote just from... I feel like a lot of people have maintained their position in the city. I feel like he's elevated his a lot in a short amount of time. He stayed focused. I definitely see his focus and his drive. Like he, right. his drive is ridiculous. He's a gym right though. Like you can't you can't tell him that he can go to the studio when he wants and think he's not gonna be there. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like he's going to be there all the time. Absolutely. Like, so that's how he play. And then when he's not there, he's doing shit so he can get back there. Absolutely. So it's like I'm not surprised at all. Like with the opportunities that's been presented in front of him, he's been taking advantage of. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's dope. So I got to get at the helm. Where Absolutely. Would you going? So I definitely was thinking about two one five. It's under the two one five. Um, he had an amazing album this year, Veterans Day two. Um, I like his drive. Um, I like his message. I like how he really, literally can carry the cities on can carry the city on his back. Um, his personality. Um. His lyrics, I just, I just think he's all around. He's all around a good guy and and a good lyricist. 
Um, so I'll definitely give it to Son of the Two on Five. He's somebody we bet on a long time ago. A long time ago, right? So I'm just happy to see um, just the fruits of his labor, mm-hmm. right? Um, but somebody who I'm really impressed with, with their work, and I don't know if I can give him the artist of the year per se, but I'm impressed with the work. Um, with again, for me, it's the drive. Was um, Dutchy Man? Like I like the drive um, because you know he's been in the game for a long time. He's a legend in his own right, um, but also faced with some adversity. Mm-hmm. But to see him keep pushing, pushing forward, and to deliver uh, for me was a classic. Um, to also, if anybody knows the history, um, he has a song with Freeway. So you know there's some history there. To see to see them be able to come together was something that was dope for me. So I want to shout out Dutchy Man. Um, and the projectiles and Kong yet. Yeah, shout out Dutch. And I also got a record with Dutch this year. That's dope. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Complicated, if y'all interested. Mm-hmm. I like that, John. Um, thanks. I got another honorable mention. We listening. Uh, Del P. I think that he had a Absolutely. great year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Del had an awesome year. Shout out to my brother. Shout um, out. Make MC great again. I'm seeing. Yep. Mm-hmm. We just went um super hard for Del P's latest video. We did, literally. Like, we went, <laughs> went super hard for my yeah. brother, babe, but... When it's somebody like that, you don't mind that shit. No, it's no, like especially for the message. Whatever it takes to bring the vision, we gonna do it. And um, I had fun over there that day. It was a lot of good networking that be had. A lot of positive energy and just what you grow to expect from being around Dell. Like he, your energy attracts certain energy, you know. And every time we do something from the photo shoot for the magazine cover that um I was blessed to be a part of to the video shoot to the shows it's just you meet some dope people or you mm-hmm. reconnect with some dope people that you ain't seen in a while and that's with this COVID true. shit that made it you know that was like I said I want to bring back networking events and meet and greets in 2021 and that kind of felt like one for a little while mm-hmm. absolutely you know I mean? did it's funny you said that too because um, thanks for bringing up Del P okay? um, shout out to Del P for sure and oh, the work yes. that he does um, but it's funny you said what you also mentioned was the energy. And so I had a crazy experience at the video shoot. So, um, you know, I talk about my grandma and I talk about my brother a lot. Like I really miss them, you know, um, they passed away. And so I've been talking about my brother and my grandma and, um, like my sister, she can have dreams, right? Where she can talk to them or whatever. I never am lucky enough to have that. So, um, I was giving somebody, it's sunny, you saw my networking. So I was giving someone who I met years ago, my number. And when I gave him my phone number, I called him and my grandmom's name came up on his phone. And I'm like, that freaked me out because I had my same number since 2003. I never was associated with my grandmom. She never was never on her line, wasn't her address, none of that. So for me, it was the energy, right? Because I just felt like, you know, I was attracting her energy because I just been talking about my grandma. Like, I always wear this gold necklace. If anybody ever notices, I always have this on. So it's my mm-hmm. grandmom's necklace, right? So that was just real dope. Um, at the video shoot that that happened because I felt like it was my grandma's energy and spirit that was around too. And the the song itself, um, by any means necessary, so, and also like it talks about spreading love and, you know, um, I just felt like it was the right moment for that to happen. Shout out to Jay Reezy too because he's Jay on Reezy for sure. He kills the hook. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that was kind of dope. Yeah, that was a dope experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glad we brought up Dell. Mm-hmm. Glad we brought up Dell. All right. Uh, next up is podcast of the year. Pod of the year. Shoulders down. Shoulders down. I feel like hands down, shoulders down. It's definitely OLF podcast. I'm rocking with OLF. Mm-hmm. I'm digging OLF a lot. Um, strong movement. Uh, about a dozen strong brothers that all come together and debate everything. They literally just passed the mic around the room where they probably got about eight mics now, but 
and make sure everybody get their piece off about whatever they're talking about, and it's dope. I like them, too, for that reason, um, because, again, there's so many of them. And for me, it showed people how to be grown men, because when you have 10 people or however many people, like, not everybody's going to agree. They go through it, and they shake it off and keep it moving, you know what I'm saying? So I feel but like... they don't even let it get there. Not even that go through the... down shit. No, 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 no. It's, like, no. so genius. Absolutely. Because it's like, but when, when you could tell somebody turning up, you just, yo, show this down. You know what? I was tripping. Right, right. You bring it back, yelling into the mic, not letting them talk. You know what I mean? Like, it makes sense. And it's it's, it's easy. Show this right. down. And so it's that. I like the topics. And I and again, I appreciate the diversity of opinions. So. And they got great titles for the episodes, too. They do. They, 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 they wild. So it's always going to be a wild title. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So shout out to them for that. Shoot. Yeah, salute to OLF, man. My mm-hmm. guys. I actually um hit one of them up recently just to check in on them. I'm uh, um we're gonna have them back soon. Good. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It was a good time. And we still haven't had rolling on yet, so we're gonna get rolling through soon. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So speaking of our pod and guests, what were some of your favorite guests or favorite episodes of this year? Well, I gotta I gotta go with she got a butt cheeks out. <laughs> With the squad, shout out my squad. Um, that was heavy for me. Um, Big Rube was fun as hell. We got absolutely, we <laughs> ate well, and he schooled us too. So it's interesting you said that because for me, so you know, I think I'm smart, right? So if anybody has me, like gets me, like really, like like thought provoking, like is get me in my in my thoughts. Um, I appreciate that. So Mason got me my thoughts, and so did Rube. Rube did also, so I can say those are like some of my favorite ones. Um, yeah. I had a good time with everybody, to be honest. I feel like we have like the dopest pod. Yeah. Um, it's very comfortable. I feel like people get to like relax and just be themselves. And and it's um, not even so much about the drinking because we don't. It's not forced. We don't force shots. Not at all. Or anything like that. We're not flooding your cup. Everybody just has they drink, hopefully of choice, and we just vibe. But um, shit, fly girl episode with chicken though. Yeah. Great time. Um, one of the most, one of the one of the episodes we had the most amount of guests on mic at the same time, and it was it's fun that way sometimes. As long as everybody knows how to let everybody everybody was talk, it's mm-hmm. fun. And um, it was a pleasure to hear Nunu really start talking about her life. Yeah, and um, that is going to make. That that puts that up there for me because like I'd have been around Nunu a lot and I told you True. I, up until probably the day before that she hasn't said more than ten words at a time to me. So when she said when she got on camera and started really opening up, I fucked with that. That was a vibe. I fucked with that. That's any other episodes for you? Um, you know what the one <clears throat> with um. So I like to shout out um. Something that resonated with me. I, I live by this now when we did with Vu. Um, mm-hmm. Fear. So face everything and rise. Mm-hmm. That's something that I live by now. Um, so that was a real dope pod for me too. Um, just yeah. to hear about all the things that they do around that movement. That was real dope. Yeah. They just keep adding to that shit too. Mm-hmm. So salute to them for that mm-hmm. because um, it's positive and they keep a couple to a few young brothers with them. They showing them how to be entrepreneurs. They putting them in front of people, making sure they have conversations and represent themselves the right way. And that's dope, and it's important, and it goes into the each one teach ones and the rites of passages and all of that type of thing. Right, right. Oh, something else I was gonna say too. Um, the trippings we had like because we haven't been able to really do too many of them like during the like the pandemic. So when we were at Voltage and at a lot of the shows, um, yeah. those are some of my favorites too. Yeah, with well, those see, 
<laughs> Those is easy. Can't do all the work. <laughs> I was going to say, for you. Well, I mean, not even. I mean, just, just being no, out and about. No, we did have out, to do you interviews. Know? You know yeah. what? The, um... The virtual concert for Dutch, um, doing those interviews upstairs was an experience because it was more controlled than the concerts. Right. Because usually we're like right in earshot of the speakers or backstage or somewhere awkward where there's traffic. And we had our own little room. Shout out to 1122 Studios. Mm-hmm. Shout out to 1122. Studios. And I had... um, I just, I just liked how that ran that day. Mm-hmm. I like how that ran. Shout out to Fine Productions for putting that together too. She actually did my entire setup without me because I was on the radio. Well, that's, and that's <laughs> like in my experience, that's typically, I know sometimes we get in where we fit in, but that's typically like how it goes anyway, or how it should go. Yeah, but um, <laughs> no, the trip is definitely fun. Um, the For the Love tournament was dope. Shout out to them, um, especially the women's tournament. It's like, it's so funny to watch because it's a one-on-one tournament and there's a lot of dope athletes out there, females, whatever. And most of them are grown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just saw recently that one of them just got a new college coaching position somewhere, head coaching oh, okay. job. And, like, these are adults. They got their kids with them, some of them, stuff like that. And just the love that they show each other, the way that they that they um hold each other down. Mm-hmm. Because it was someone was having bad games and stressing themselves out. And, you right, know, right. it's all type of things. Watching each other's children while they doing their thing. It's like... It was nice to see that community that way at this age because I haven't been around basketball as much as I used to be. And now, like, these are women, I guess, I'm assuming half of them probably our age. You know what I mean? They still getting out there doing their thing, and they they doing it the right way. It's dope to see. We got plenty of footage from For the Love events, but um, the one-on-one basketball tournament for the women that we was able to get. That was that was cool. Okay. And they was super gracious. I'm sitting out there blasting music out of my truck. Shorty <laughs> thanked me. Like, thank you. I'm like, I know how it is. Like, you just right. be standing around waiting to hoop. Like, <laughs> you need right. something right. other than the ball bouncing. <laughs> I think uh, my favorite episode was one of our last traveling episodes uh, when we went to go see Robbie at the Barbary. Mm-hmm. I knew he was going to say Robbie. Mm-hmm. Robbie mm-hmm. was dope. It was a good time. Robbie was dope. And it was dope to see, like, don't nobody be in a Barbary during daytime. Right. And then they do, they was remodeling, so we got first look at, at certain shit. And for him to explain his journey and his vision was crazy because Robbie just do what the fuck he want. Right. <laughs> like, like, well, why'd you do it? Because I just felt like it. Like, yeah, you just do it. Like, why what, did you own clubs? Did you promote part? No, but I used to go to clubs. I didn't like how they treated people. Right, so right. I bought a club. Like, it's just like, <laughs> the shit makes so much sense. If, 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 if I was able to think like that, my life would be so much simpler. Right. But it just don't work like that for me. So <laughs> it was dope. Because within doing these interviews um, on whatever platform, because I've been on quite a few at this point, I always... There's always somebody like that. Right. That, like, you really think that it's some deep story. And the deepest thing about their story is that they just do what the fuck they want. Or they right, just right, do right. them. Or they was doing them and fell into position. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's always dope to see, man. Dope to see. Absolutely. That was a good one. So, you know, we all know 2020 was a little different. <laughs> um, but what are some of the uh, lessons that 2020 taught you or mantras that you guys are taking away from this year? For me, it was patience. Um, and I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and she didn't understand why, why I said that. And I was just like, I mean, you can't move the way you want to move. Like, you can't do anything. You had to sit still. If you were being safe, you had to sit still. You know what I'm saying? And even if you was moving around, the world was inconvenient. So shit is not going to operate the same right, way. Right, right, right. And people are stressed out. 
Right. So um, for me, it was just learning how to be patient. And again, I've been thinking about my brother a lot, and his name was Sabir, or in Arabic, Saber, pronounced Saber, which means patience. So um, it's just something that's been resonating with me um, this whole year. So. Yeah, patience is something that I've been working on for a few years now. And this year, like, forced me to really have to try to, like, keep it in the front of my mind instead of the back of my mind, I guess. Um, and just really out of consideration for others. Because between, like I said, knowing that everybody's stressed, frazzled, not, you know, it's like the sky is falling. Um, and also, I know my temperament. Mm-hmm. So it's not fair to either one of us for me to get bent out of shape about certain shit. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of woo right. going on. But I also felt good this year. So, um, like I said in the beginning, lost quite a few people. This yeah. has been the week, like, no, you know, just like the rest of them this year has been wild. But we've gained, we've grown, we've expanded. We haven't been able to travel like we wanted to, but we do have a couple spots we're going on land that very soon because they're um they're zoned for it let's say <laughs> like it's, it's safe um but we just wanted to be respectful and we didn't want to jump right into running around all the time again because it sets a bad example sometimes in some right. ways and um i was very conscious of that all year and that's something i had to be patient with mm-hmm. um i figured out ways and we've assisted in a few and organized a few but like we figured out ways to have COVID safe events I chose not to throw any of my own because I know what happens at my events Right. you know what I'm saying like we're going to have 50 people outside pissed at mm-hmm. least and it is what it is so um, I just it, it's just literally, literally been patience across the board when you really think about it mm. you know for me but I've gained by being patient or while being patient because at the same time that I haven't been able to do what I wanted to do, I've been able to figure a whole lot of other shit out mm-hmm. that yeah. I probably needed to figure out sooner than later anyway. Again, I feel like this was a year a year of reset and recharge. Like everybody was saying that they wanted to have clear vision in 2020, wanted 2020 and 2020. I think that's the funniest thing. I think that- You got it. Be careful. My mom say, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. That was my other thing is that- um, I like the fact that we came into 2020 with everybody talking about their 2020 vision and then 2020 really showed you the real world and what's really going on out here and who you really live amongst. Yeah, I know. I got an awakening. So. I mean, shit. Multiple. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at people crazy daily online that I thought was so much smarter or so much more compassionate than they actually are. And it's, it's nerve-wracking to see how ignorant some people could be to other people's plights. Right. It's, it's, it's very annoying. But um, I'm glad that um, a year like this happened because it's necessary. I think um, <clears throat> going along with that perspective, one of the things that 2020 taught me was your team is only as strong as your weakest player. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we saw that on a, on a global level with mm-hmm. the pandemic and how, you know, Every country, every government was only as strong as their most vulnerable uh, citizens mm-hmm. or, you know, population. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, taking that from the macro level and applying it to your own life as well, you know, even within your own pod, you're only as safe mm-hmm. as, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of the people around you and their actions. And everybody is that connected. And that can also be a thing of power, too. 
mm-hmm. you know, with building our networks and what, what we always talk about on the pot, you know, True, the relationships that you gain and where those relationships can open doors for you and take you forward um, mm-hmm. and maintaining those relationships or and the importance of that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that that's something that 2020 really drove home. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's an absolutely good point. Um, absolutely. Because a lot of people um, don't realize their strength or weakness or their dependency on others for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people think that everything is based on their own actions. And a lot of times, most times it's not. But isn't that one of those theories? Um, do you think that everything is connected? Like, or do you think that motherfuckers just move freely? And then when you have a situation like an outbreak or things like this, it shows you how connected everybody is. Absolutely. Because you can... I think it's like energy too, right? I just feel like... Yeah, it's like if if if... If you got here 30 minutes earlier than you got here, something else would have been different mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. not just in this house. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And people got to realize that. Like, it's just like you drive for other people. You got to live for other people, too. And I don't know. We, we all have our shortcomings, but. <laughs> right. But I think it also goes to, like, it takes a village. And I think that that's more than with children. I think that that's with relationships. I think that's with businesses. I think that's just with everything on a day-to-day level. Like, it takes a it takes a village. Um, I was just talking about, it's so funny. I was just talking about on my way here about being neighborly. Like, so. Um, I've been big on that these last couple of years. All right. I, I, that's my, been my entire life. I've, I think that I've always been a good neighbor. But, um, so. No, I mean, I've been big on talking about that. Oh, right. I've always been. Yeah. So um, I was talking about, because somebody, of course, well, it snowed. And um, where I live, I live in a development. So the development clears my street. They clear my street and they clear my sidewalk, but they don't do my driveway, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to do my driveway. And then I have a neighbor who had like a brain tumor, who we know can't really do much. Mm-hmm. My folks <laughs> decide to not do hers. Well, somebody else is doing hers, but they left this area. And I'm like, why would you just like not clear the whole thing? Like, it's it's neighborly. It makes it better for all of us because guess what? When it melts tomorrow and then it turns to ice, I'm going to be sliding over it. Mm-hmm. Like, But if you was just already just being proactive mm-hmm. and just thinking like, all right, let me just clear the whole joint. Like, mm-hmm. I knew um, snow had something to do with it. When you said when you said the other day, yeah, but, but um, I always did it. My neighbor from another property, we've been my family's been neighbors for over fifty years, and somebody asked if I shovel theirs. Absolutely, I do because one one we've been neighbors for fifty years, but she's eighty something years old. Like, right. and even if she wasn't, guess what? If I'm out there and I'm doing it, because her eighty year old ass, she be out there trying to shovel mine. I'd be like, yo, if you don't go back in the house, I've, but my whole point is, it's just a thing to do. I've grown up my entire life with me and my dad shoveling four houses main damn near always front and back um sidewalks patios um you know walkway driveway all of that just because they're our neighbors we know certain situations my mom and dad's house was flanked by two single women and then on the other side was two people that were married that were both on call during emergencies you know one worked in the hospital the other one worked for the streets so when it snowed, they wasn't yeah, home. Was right, right. They get a ride with the police to go to work if, if they need to. You know what I mean? Like, they on that list. So it was like, just, we out here. We bang they shit out, too. Get your hot chocolate or whatever you got to get afterwards. And it's not a big deal. But one of my pet peeves has always been watching somebody shovel that shares a, a, a step with somebody. Like, it's a, it's a row home. 
and they, and they just shoveling little... their little piece. And it's like intentionally, like I'm not even going to get a. Guess what? I, I do the whole thing. And I just be like, I don't see the point. Now, if you're an asshole, I might throw snow on your side. But if you a decent neighbor, you ain't got to be the best neighbor in the world. But we share these steps, like just the same thing you said. When it melts, it's still going to be ice on my steps. It doesn't make sense. And don't nobody just walk straight up these steps. You be on angles and all type of shit. Like, just just be a neighbor, man. It ain't yeah. that deep. Now, I do have a neighbor that's an asshole, and I, I wish I would, but he has a neighbor that's not an asshole that shoveled his shit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I watched him, and I was like, that's nice of him. <laughs> I also think I was conditioned to shovel, because somebody was asking me, like, why? So, I need a I was about to shovel, cuss, I was about to cuss my neighbor, this other neighbor. I don't even know these people. They were just walking by, and the lady was like, or the man, I don't even know who said it, because I just turned red, and they, they just turned red to me. Like, mm. They're like, how'd you get stuck doing this? I'm like, what? Wrong thing to say. I'm like, what? And so um, I was like, I didn't. I, it was the man. I was like, I didn't. He just didn't do a good enough job. Looking at him like, boy, you know y'all always fucking up, right? But mind your business, first of all. Like, I mean, shit. My mom and I used to be out there with the shovel, but mainly they just was cleaning the cars and talking to each other. But guess what? I feel like, <laughs> no, I feel like I've been also conditioned because I always used to hang with the boys. So my boy cousins used to do the shoveling. Who, guess who was out there shoveling making money since I was eight? I'm about to say, like, me, that's who. They so, had that meme going around that people keep talking about, about Philly always talk about the blizzard of 96. Nigga, you know how much money I made in 96? Dough. I was 14 years old making a few hundred dollars a day. Jay Z and Biggie, weeks. I love the dough. For like a week and a, a week straight, we we caked up and we were splitting it five ways, shit like that. We were still It was me and my two cousins. We split it three ways. Yo, we yep. killed it. And it's crazy because me and Gates got over because we had two football players with us and they was banging shit out and we just be cleaning steps and shit. Them niggas had a whole walk way done by the time we done. You know, stuff. we was all little. We out, we out, let's go, let's go. We was all little. I mean, I remember doing but that at eight years 60, old. you $60, $70 to get somebody out their front door. Like, that's how deep the snow was. Right, that right. People couldn't get out their house to shovel their house. Right, right, They was climbing out of windows and shit. So if you can get somebody out their front door, they give you $50 off the back. Right, right, Man, we was banging that out in 30 seconds. Right, right, right. Man, listen. But yeah, so again, this is about being neighborly, man. I don't think a lot of people practice it. I feel like it needs to be a little more empathy. Um, Gotta stop just living next to each other because your neighbor is the one that watches your house when you're not there, whether they just being nosy or not. Mm-hmm. Your neighbor's the one that see that package on the doorstep and give you a little heads up before somebody come by and snatch that pup. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know they ain't supposed to be snatching packages, but they do. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I've had some snatched recently. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so then there's that. (laughs) I mean, you know. But that also kind of goes into something that Saf wanted to touch on, too, which, you know, you took away from this year, which was love conquers all. And it does. You know what? Um, For me, you know, I'm just a little love bug. Um, (laughs) Oh, shit. Why don't you say God bless you? Suffer to be like him. <laughs> um, no, but it really does. I feel like, um, like with a lot of the hatred that was spewed and a lot of the things that went on, like even unfortunate, with the unfortunate death of George Floyd, um, his daughter and family has so many people that are loving on them now through the tragedy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's not what the main point of it was. The main point was just that through it all, like we've been able to um, start a lot of businesses. We've been able to, again, what I said, it takes a village. Ooh. We started our own businesses. Our community's been able to self-serve and take care of ourselves. And I think that that was something that came out of not only sitting still and having to take our, the, the, the pandemic of um, 2020, but also the injustices that we face and just being realizing that we had to take care of ourselves and not rely on anybody else or be dependent. You just reminded me of something. What's that? Quote, 
that was magnified this year. Not necessarily my favorite quote, but it's one of my favorite quotes, and it's something that I'm glad was magnified, even though it was for bad reason. Get in good trouble. That John Lewis, John like, Lewis. you know what I mean? Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace to John Lewis. But, like, I feel like there's some things that just have to be said, and they're so simple. Mm-hmm. And he's been saying that for decades. Okay, absolutely. But just like everybody, when you pass, they magnify your message. So the fact that with all of the injustices, that's what made me think of it when you mm-hmm. said it. Like, with all this stuff that went on, it's like a whole lot of people got in good trouble this shit. Mm-hmm. Together, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 hopefully the courts or whatever will be lenient on on them for whatever they got into. But they did it for a purpose. Absolutely. And and they're not going to regret that. They was partying on the police vans from what I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like we saw we, we didn't even think people were still capable of some of the things we've seen this year. Mm-hmm. We thought them days was over. You're not getting people to march like you did back in the day. Like, ain't nobody doing that. You can get a flash mob, but you ain't going to get people unified in something these days. They're just going to type. That's what we thought. Like, And I don't think people want to admit that, but we literally was at that point in as a society, especially in America, mm-hmm. where it was like, man, the kids don't even go outside to play. Ain't nobody going nowhere to do nothing. And then a pandemic on top of it and mm-hmm. still got out there. It's like good trouble. Right. right. Good, good, getting good trouble, man. Yeah, I just don't want to forget to say that. I'd be remiss not to say that. No, no, that was a good point. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm going to take it down the list. Um, oh, we had another one. Okay. Um, well, so Soft just mentioned um, that entrepreneurship was, you know, one of the big things that she took away from this year out of 2020. What were some of the um, entrepreneurs that you guys saw really win this year? I'm talking locally. Locally. Glockaware. Um <laughs> Glockaware did well. Um, Eleven shout out to Glockaware. MMG Studios. Um locally. Well shit. I'ma say personally. Paper made. Mm. Poker. She all over me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She's had a great year. Fear. Yeah, I was gonna say fear. I wasn't even finished. Did a great yeah. year. Um I like their message again for me. It's all about their message too. So I like I like the message that they dope try. Shout out to them. Another great message. Shout Another great them. line. Um, that I stay in. Uh, <laughs> dope tribe did great this year. Shout out to Belargo. Shout out Belargo. Oh, mm-hmm. salute, stack five. Stephen Jackson for holding down dope tribe. Um, just posted something the other day in a sweatsuit. My man, dope as hell. Uh. Only in America did great this year. They just put out the um the first lady tees. They got um what's her name on her her, her, her young picture on the t shirt, Kamala. Okay. Yeah, I just um ordered a few of those. Shout out to Peace and Love. I really like their message too. I'm all about messages too. Peace and Love did good. So yeah, they they do well. He expanded his brand to um yo, he has water. He has a cookbook. He has all kinds of things. Yeah, the so, book just got done. I seen that. Yeah, Congratulations yeah. on that too. Yeah, so shout out to him. So again, I like the positivity. Uncle messages. Bobby's. Uncle Bobby's bookstore. Absolutely. Went through a lot of adversity. They got about eighteen broken windows this year. I don't know who the fuck in Germantown is mad at Uncle Bobby. Well, I mean, I got an idea, but somebody's Germantown's not the same Germantown anymore. I know, but somebody's being very persistent to make sure that they ruin every window pane this man puts up. 
it's crazy. But shout out to was Mark Lamont Hill. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Shout out to Mark Lamont Hill for the Uncle Bobby's. Um, I think that you can check out the article when they open on the scenemagazine.com. With the bullshit that happened with Starbucks, with the supporting mm-hmm. small and supporting local and supporting black, I feel like they came along at a perfect time. They did. Um, even as an event space, mm-hmm. you know, it's a dope place to um rent out and do some things at, and it's right where it's easy to get to. Absolutely. So I think that's a dope joint. Um, who else was local? I seen a lot of people turn up this shit. Shout out to all the artists, um, getting their merch up. Mm-hmm. I see all of y'all uptown geo got Moon D rocking. Sunday two one five. got his shit going. Chick Dutch got a dope ass joint. Chick. Dutch does. I was thinking about ah, Chick had a great year. Chick it's been a good a Chick year. And Chick, mm-hmm. Chick and dealt Chick was with a lot of adversity. Like, I was about to say that. But this is what I'm saying when I said like everybody's going through it. Yeah. Like, but you see the people that fight through it. And, and 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 persevere and get it popping. I don't however you want to say it. It's like you see it, and mm-hmm. it's it's dope to see. It's inspirational. Shout out to Sarita. Sarita's been able to accomplish a lot this year. Um, her daughter, <clears throat> her daughter's brand, right? Killed Bang it this Glory. year. Yes. Say it again. Bang Glory. Yeah, they killed it this year, man. That was dope. Um, awesome to see because it shows you that possibilities are probably bigger than you could see. Absolutely. Even though you know you dope, you know you're lame, you know all of that. Don't nobody know they getting that Jordan look. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> like you don't know Nike coming. Like, you, like that's different. That's next level shit, so shout out to them. Um, I'm trying to think about other type of businesses that I'm missing. Oh, Mad Creations, my homegirl, Rashid. Yo, killed that. Killed that. She just got a storefront too. So congratulations to her. That's that's ill. Big Rube had a big year. He just opened up some ghost shops and restaurants. You know what I mean? Like, that's ill. Yeah. yeah it's she, been a lot of people. Like she said, she we've seen a lot of and we've been, you know, up close and personal with some a lot of these people. Shout out to my cousin, Dr. Um Ayla Stanford. She's been on the head of in the forefront of the coronavirus pandemic. Mm. Mm. She's. You can see her on CNN. Mm. You can see her all she, over the. Um, she, she looks just like my grandpa. Let me see. Cause I be on CNN. Yeah, you, but she usually has her hair braided. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so shout out to my cousin. Again, those family jeans, that legacy. And she's beautiful. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So shout out to my cousin. Here she is. This is our Not to objectify your family, but no, but. But yeah, so shout out. So we making moves. Mm-hmm. She had a major year, and I just want to thank her for her imp- for the work that she did and um for her impact. So no, nah, that's dope. That's ill. Mm. That's ill. I like it. I like it. City of Dreams Coalition. Sister Talia. Shout out to them. They've um. It's like I heard about them when they said Beans was doing something mm-hmm. and all of that, mm-hmm. and then I've been able to witness a lot of their moves. So. Yeah, and that's a that's a um nonprofit, I believe, but some trap work. Mm-hmm. Still, um, talk about heavy trapping when it comes to always, constantly, week after week after week after week, having to build something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll go there with it. Yeah, but it's a lot of people. Again, like I said, it's a lot of people who are just serving the community. It's a lot of people that are just doing some major things, um, in a positive way. Um, so yeah, shout out to everybody that's making their own moves and putting their the efforts. Shout Actually, out to on the scene magazine. 
Thank you. It's you know actually um, a new edition. So check out onthescenemagazine.com. We just dropped our latest edition. We have an article on um, Meek and the scholarship fund that he um, created with Mike Rubin. Mm-hmm. And the last sentence in the article was basically just thanking everybody who puts their passionate efforts toward the community. So Absolutely. Um, I want to salute Meek because I'm not a big Meek fan per se, mm-hmm. but I'm from Philly. And I seen me probably before y'all seen me. Like I he used to run up to my man, like, "Yo, gee, I got some butt. Let me, I, Guess I got what? I want you want hit." What's Not up? to cut you off, but my and my magazine was one of the first ones to have me highlighted. This was when he had the the the, the nappy braids, the nappy braids, and everything. Like my magazine was one of the first ones to highlight him. So I'm just hyped to say that too. Um, that was in 2008. And I said nappy braids because that's what they that's what he said. That's what he said. They was fuzzy. It's more like fuzzy, like snappy braid sounds. Anyway, maybe um, 2009 <laughs> maybe, but it was a long, it was a long time ago. Yeah, but um, no, Meek was um, he's grown in front of us as an artist, as a man. We watched him gain a family. That's like, what the we, article said. We yeah. we've seen a lot, and um, no matter what you got bad to say about him, he's doing a lot of good out here, and that's important because he don't have to do shit. None of us has to do yeah. shit. You know, and he he does, and he might misspeak from time to time, but we we people, man, we fucking human. But he's he's actually putting his money where his mouth is. He's putting his energy where his mouth is behind the scenes, and everybody in front of the scenes that's complaining about what comes out of his mouth is not doing the same thing. All right, I agree. So salute to him. Man. I agree. Who were some of the other uh, unexpected winners of twenty twenty besides toilet paper? Um, the Biden Harris campaign, Kamala Harris, for me, um, a pleasant, it was a pleasant surprise, for sure. Um, a lot of our communities around the country where legislation and people that are in charge is being shifted around by the things brought the light through 2020. Absolutely. Um, minority women, mm-hmm. I think is up there. We've seen a lot. We've seen in the recent years, we've seen quite a few women that weren't even considered politicians. You know, this their first time at it, whatever. And or where Stacey Abrams shout out to her. Yeah, and they got in a position. But this year, we've seen so much more. Absolutely. Stacey sure. Abrams, um, lover, hater, Kamala Harris, the the um, what she represents just as a figure, just seeing mm-hmm. the second highest person, quote unquote, in the country. Right, right looks like a lot of y'all comes from a mixed background comes from some of these neighborhoods like mm-hmm. i think that that's that 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 minority women did, did great this year um at a time where it could have went either way for the country absolutely you know so um salute to y'all real rap mm-hmm. <clears throat> i agree i agree with that one that's it uh that's cool that was cool that was cool so Back to the new On The Scene Magazine edition. Oh. No, we need deets, babe. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm really excited. I feel like I'm just, um, the magazine, me personally and the magazine is just growing. Absolutely. Um, so we have some really dope stories. Um, again, so we have um, the Meek article in regards to the $2 million scholarship that he and Mike Rubin started, mm-hmm. um, which... So it was real interesting for me because the couple days, I don't even think it was a full week, a couple days prior to that, Meek was faced with a lot of um, flack, if you will. 
regarding the twenty dollars that he gave to some guys that were on the corner selling water or whatever, right? These kids that be hustling the hell out of folks. Right. And you don't know what they were doing, right? Regardless of whatever they were or were not doing, you don't know. But people didn't know that a few days later he had two million dollars or however much he personally put up set aside for these children who are doing the right thing, who are in school, who need these resources. You know what I'm saying? So people just need to, again, on the front lines, talking about what the shoulda, woulda, couldas, don't even know what's really going on. So, um, again, salute to him and shout, and shout out to him for that. Um, so I just really think that a lot of people just need to, like, um, keep their opinions to themselves, man. I'm just, like, tired of it, to be honest. Um, I know everybody has one, but, I'm again, the positive person I am, I'm just really tired of the negativity. Um, I just really can't take it. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm not people, here for it. Some people bask in ignorance way too much. Some people thrive off of it. And it's like some people actually thrive off of you it. You get to see it. I'm good. All the time. And they think that they're doing something positive through pointing out all the negative. It's like it's a weird way to do it. Just like on social media, the thing to do is to reverse brag. Is to make it seem like you're saying something helpful to other people when you're just trying to tell people what you got. What exactly, you did. exactly, and, exactly. And it goes the same with negativity. Like they don't want to seem the negative person, so they'll act like they're trying to put you onto some light through constantly pointing out negativity. Right. You see what I'm saying? I constantly point out the fact that you motherfuckers is robots and got to start thinking before you follow this dumb shit that go on Think out here. Think for yourself. That's something because that it's I annoying as hell. Definitely advocate for. Yeah. Um, but we have some really dope articles. So um, also, so Major League Baseball definitely made some changes in which they're acknowledging the Negro Leagues, um, the players and their stats, which says a lot because, you know, a lot of these stats which were held by just MLB players were actually surpassed by Negro League players who weren't um, acknowledged until now. The Negroes that the, the Negro League players that they would not let into the MLB was, was 20 the, times better than Jackie Robinson. Right, right. No disrespect to Jackie Robinson. But they were scared of them boys. Right, right, and, right. They couldn't handle what he had to go through. He went through a lot that your temperament got to be different to deal with. Absolutely. And they wasn't built for that. Absolutely. Um, so that was another dope article. Then we have one that we highlight. Um, uh, I want to say a woman psychologist um, created this directory. You know, mental health is really something that I wanted to bring light to as well. Um, and there's this doctor who started a clinical directory nationally that connects black people with black therapists. And that's something that's really um, important. So We're 1% yeah. of that community. We represent 1% of that entire community. Yep. So if you're thinking about something you might want to get into, it's big bread coming for anybody that's a minority that looks like the rest of this country and not just the people we used to looking at. Because people want to talk to somebody that they feel like will understand them. Right. That they feel comfortable with. Absolutely. Sometimes people want to talk to somebody that's the complete opposite of them. But a lot of people want Most to talk to somebody. Most people do. I know that that's in my, you know, my struggles and trials. That's something I, I look for or will look for. So That was my problem when I, saw, when I sought help at one point. It was like, this person is giving me responses to my real life from a book. Right. Because right. there is no way they know what I'm talking about. Right. So that's dope. Um... Then I have another article that's so a lot of people. So another thing that came out of, again, the highlight of the injustice is that in the underserving inequities of our community. So TikTok um, donated a million dollars, a hundred thousand dollars to 10 different um, universities. Mm-hmm. All of them were, I believe all of them were black universities, HBCUs, mm-hmm. Dell State being one of them. Um, but you can check that article out as well. So, again, just- I just. Morgan just got what forty from Bezos' wife. Exactly, ex-wife. exactly. 
So, um, you know, again, just what's so, so important with On The Scene magazine is that we give you what you want and what you need. So that's that positive information. Um, you can always find some resources there. So check us out, onthescenemagazine.com. No, that's up. Congratulations. Thank you. As always, you're doing what the fuck I told you to do. It's like, no, <laughs> what you supposed to be doing. So we good. We good. We good. Um, I had a question, but then you kind of spun me when I started thinking about Bingo's <laughs> wife. Oh, man. But what you want to talk about? It's your turn, man. Um, what do I want to talk about? Man, I just want to talk about how, again, I don't want to sound redundant, but um, I'm a I'm a like a positive person, like a half full, not half empty person. So it's just important for me, and I think for others, I will hope that people start looking at things in a more positive manner, rather than saying like "fuck 2020" and all the bad things. Just look at the good things that we do here. I we still bring alive. myself to say it. We still alive. You know what I'm saying? Um, sh- my business is thriving. Um, but that's not even on a personal level. Like it's just a lot of things that came out of it. Like resources. You got that PUA money. I know you was thankful for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just a lot of things Can that we people talk about that though. Go. They freed up two trillion dollars for the country. Right, right. And they gave the people six percent of that. And got credit for giving people money. Right, right, right. When the if they have gave out twenty percent, everybody would have had a better year. Sure. And you would think that 40 to 60% of that should be for the people. You would think. Um, but we know who got paid. Major large corporations and people who didn't deserve it or need it. Whole bunch of homeboys. <laughs> Whole bunch of elbow rubbing. Especially during the pandemic. My guy. Yeah, because some little thousands at the hood got wasn't nothing wasn't compared shit. to what really came off of it. You talking about trillions. Yeah. It was like $3 trillion, I believe. Like, that's a lot yeah. of money. They're speaking of... The, Another one, it's not even in a trillion, it's a couple of bills. Yeah, 900 um, million yeah. or something like that. And that's not no money for the people, especially yeah. not if it get broke down the same way. No, it's not. That's crazy. And that's what I want people to like, be aware of what's going on. Like, they tell you- Again, don't be dependent and reliant. That's again why I said the entrepreneurship in this village came to me is why I see that. Stop letting your right. masters direct your conversations. Let me ask you a question. Stop regurgitating the shit that they sold you and then acting like everybody else is crazy because they they may or may not follow a Bible. Let me ask you a question. It's a complete change of subject, but you said master, so it made me think about it, right? So everybody, um, I guess a lot of artists are now selling their masters. I guess they said Lil Wayne sold his masters, but he might have only sold Drake's masters. My question is, why are people being applauded for selling their masters? Isn't they giving your ownership up? No, because what happens is, um, all right, this is what the, 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 the situation is. If you kept the rights to your magazine, everything that comes with it for the next five years, and that netted you $250,000, right? Nice number for five years. That's 50 a year, building all that type shit. So it might, might be 20, 30, 50, you know, however it comes. But it netted you 250000 at the end, right? If somebody else that can outsource your magazine more places offers you two million for five years, so they rent it out. They're not selling it. Like they still get no, the rights they back. They don't own it in perpetuity. Oh, it's, right. um, 
It's the same thing. The Dream was one of the first big people that did it, and that was years ago. As long as they get their rights back, as long as it's not forever going. But see, what I don't like, and it's back to the conversations around what other people. Because I'm about ownership, business. like so they lease and they name out basically. They lease basically, but that person owns it. So like, say we talking about music. If this person can get a Ford commercial, a McDonald's commercial, whatever. Uh, you ain't uh, getting nothing over that, depending on what the contract. You says. got yours up front. All right. You got yours up front now, and whatever. And, and they the making thing. your money, your so, so works work more for them than they did for you that's on you well they're they they have the ability to do more with it than you do and it's the same like if you were signed to a label you wouldn't even have it to sell because the conflicts of interest and things you like that you saying? can't do certain all things all types i mean and there's different levels of business right it's, i mean you're you're to a you're contract artist, so too. you cannot do what you freely want to do because nah, i mean you, you want a contract even, you might not even have those um resources like that the access Right, right. I mean, but even like say, say, so say you not even a research. I'm just saying. So I'm thinking about TV now because I just heard Mario Lopez said it say this yesterday. Um, so I guess he's with NBC, I think. But he had something. Oh, he had a project with Lifetime, and mm-hmm. he was just saying he was so gracious to NBC to allow wow. him. Oh no, to do those things. There's exclusivity rights with a lot of stuff. Right. But when you sell somebody your the um your masters for an allotted amount of time. They just gotta, and mind you, it's not no guarantee they're gonna make more than what they, but I'm pretty sure if they bet, they, they know, know who they just that lined they up. They're gonna get close to. They gotta line up. Triple, triple, exactly. <laughs> like, but like, if there's people commenting and saying, for Wayne's catalog, that's crazy. And from the articles I've read, I still haven't heard how long he sold it for. Right. So until you could tell me how long somebody that just pled guilty to a gun charge, Sold they catalog for a hundred million for. Right. You can't tell me how much. You can't He's tell got me. Got another case. He, he caught one a little while ago. He flew with a um gold gun or some shit somewhere, and they raided the plane and yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know he already convicted like for did. a gun charge in New right, York. Right. So um, if you can't tell me that he was going to make more than a hundred million off of that in per se five or ten years, right, you can't right. tell me that. He knows how his books run. And that's why, I, that's why I use the example of your magazine netting with the nets as opposed to somebody just giving you upfront guaranteed a deuce. All right. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's quadruple what you was projected to make or would have actually made. All right. Based on the fact that you've already been doing this and you see how it's building. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, lightning can strike tomorrow with some crazy shit can happen. Or I can go with the guarantee. And as soon as I get my shit back, we here now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Or as I'm long able as to there's maintain. some part, as long as there's the option is still or as long as long as they still own it. My whole thing is I thought they no, were he selling gets it, it back. He gets it back. Um, I'm pretty sure Wayne gets it back for that number. Okay. Um, certain numbers you be like, ah, but I'm pretty sure for that number he gets it back. But he's not the only one. There's been a long list of people um recently that have and they selling it to the same person, same company. I don't think people realize that. Like whoever. This guy is, and I'm going to do some more research. I've watched people talk about him, but that's not my research. Um, he clearly has a plan. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, he ain't just buying this shit to give out money. Right. Like we said, he, he knows something's coming from right. something. Like, he might know one song in all of these cat- catalogs that could net him what he paid. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. Like... He might not have pushed it through yet, but he might in his head know I can go boom, 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 boom. Right. And that'll get me this back, but I still got all this. Mm-hmm. Three songs. Be more realistic. But you see what I'm saying? All like, right. it's, it's, 
you you never know what somebody has access to if they're spending that kind of money on someone's catalog. Like right. the label just rape you for it or take a huge percentage of it. This motherfucker is saying, I'm giving you this when you somebody that came from getting ten cent an album <laughs> if you was lucky. Right. People was getting seven cent an album, not seven percent. Right, right, right. Their percentage of the album was point something. Mm. So the other thing that can happen when we're talking about masters is with every time that you create a song, you're actually creating two different um, properties. Right. Mm-hmm. You're creating the composition and the recording, the master. Right, right, right. right. Um, so if these contracts don't include any sort of language about future works. Mm-hmm. You're still going to eat off of what you keep creating. And these artists can then re-record the same composition and then tank the value of their master that they just sold. Mm. What's the name just did that? Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor just did that. Um, wow. So that's Is that also, when they say like remastered? Is that what that means when they say remastered? No, so uh-huh. mastering is also a process that happens. Right, right, right. I know what that means, but I thought, I thought just, I'm just trying yeah. to put the lingo together. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm like, yeah. I see oh, But shit. no, that is the thing too. Um, like she said, um, you still, you, you, your fans is your fans. You can re-record that shit. And um, there's been times, I mean, we in the YouTube era of music where there's plenty of songs that I'm pretty sure picked up steam and then a motherfucker couldn't use that track. Right, right. Oh I'm yeah. Pretty sure they didn't chalk that record. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 ways around everything. But at the end of the day, one of the things I started with when we started talking about this is the dream was one of the first ones to do it. Mm-hmm. The dream that made more off baby, the motherfucker is, is gonna make their whole career. And he felt that the number was reasonable. Right. For him to sell. Mm. So it's like, at the end of the day, it's business, especially in Then Dig This too. A lot of these artists, now Wayne is a, is a gym rat too, but a lot of these artists may not plan on doing music for the next. So I see Rihanna went and did a billion other things. Now you can go do that shit. Right. You know that you got this, you got music money right here. This is music money. Now let me go do this shit and I'll get back to the music. Right. Or let me tear up some new shit and stack it on top of that motherfucker. Right. Cause he don't own this shit. Right, right. He own backdated shit that I already got paid for. Right, right, right. So right. I got paid again for it. Yeah. Like people not paying attention to okay. what's going on. My like, whole point. I just, I'm just about ownership, so I just want to make sure they still own it. No, at some no. Point. It's That's a, all. it's a, um, it's an expiration date. Okay. That's all. I didn't read into it. I just saw a tagline, a headline. I mean, it all depends on the um contract. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and that's why I say when I look at these articles and they the devil was in the details and they reporting these people business. One thing y'all gotta realize, they'll say somebody got paid eighty million for something that they actually got a hundred million for mm-hmm. because it's undisclosed and they're trying to guess the range or they or they're comparing it yeah, to yeah, other yeah, rates. Yeah. They were right, so Which is like, incomparable. So Getting when cops. they start when they start drawing all this attention to these people business who clearly didn't disclose their business to them. You have to look for stuff like duration mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean, things like that because it changes the narrative. Right. Now, if they told you that Wayne sold that shit for two years, who's complaining? Right, right, right. Even five. But, like, I mean, you really got to think about, like, that's their business. Mm-hmm. You run your business how you run your business. Guaranteed millions has never been bad for business. All right. <laughs> like I just don't understand. Like, I get it. And you a machine, and then if you can sell your artist masters, if that's what happened, 
He wasn't going to get him no time soon anyway. Right. <laughs> I was holding him anyway. Yeah. Like, well, now we going to make him do more, and I might let him out of this shit sooner than I planned on. Right, right. Never know. That might work in Drake's favor if that's the play. Hmm. But Drake's in a position where no matter what, he's going to own all his shit very soon. Very soon, he's gonna be able to buy. He's gonna be able to leverage it, or buy it straight out. Hmm. That's the leverage goal. It. When everybody needs to do business with you, and all your deals is running out, that's the goal. They'll start giving up shit. Shit <laughs> start coming up there with never the option. Mm-hmm. Because he's the biggest star in more hits than the Beatles. Like, what do you do? You gotta play with it. You gotta talk to him nice. Talk to Why him gorgeous. Why is the Beatles still a benchmark? Because of how much they sold. But it was when they sold it, also. I mean, yeah. Don't you think? I think that's part of it, it's too. There's more people here now. No, but the twist is, that's part of it. That they sold that much, and it took so long for someone to catch them. Right. Even though there's more people in the world, and more people listening to popular music. And they're still selling. And they still selling. Yeah, I get it. I, I get it. I just feel like, I just feel like, I don't, I just. I mean, shit, you too. Fucking Bono. I remember watching that Entourage episode where he was performing. It's got to be a million people out there, it looked like. It's just seas of people. And he goes to kneel with his hands up, and his old ass could barely get down there or get up, and they going crazy. crazy. Like, he made five million to do that. Right, right, right. Tonight. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Right, right, right. So it's just, I mean, and that's another thing, too. Stop putting caps on these careers. These motherfuckers still got the rest of their life to be icons. Mm-hmm. Stay in the roles. They can get out there as long as they want. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. It's really up to them. Stevie is still doing revolutionary shit. Stevie was just with a song with Rhapsody, I think. It's, I think it's Stevie. He played harmonica or um, somebody joined recently, too. Buster joined. No, Buster. It is Buster. It's Buster. But I feel like Rhapsody might be on that joint. It probably is. I think Rhapsody on that joint. But I say, I'm like, Stevie? Like, wait, what? He, he thought, killing it. So that's what made me think about that. So I just thought it would be dope to have him play harmonica. I'm like, Niggas is really again. Artists. Really, do artists. what I want. No, I mean, but that's do what that's you what want. Being an artist, a creator, creative, whatever. That's what it's about. Like you can't draw, you can't drive your art through other people's expectations, or you wouldn't have your unique edge. Mm-hmm. You know, just like my the perception of the fact that yo, all he make is turn up music and like. I don't want to be a caricature of myself. Right. But I'm really good at that shit. Right. But I got to be careful as to like how that comes across because I'm not trying to paint myself in a box mm-hmm. based on some shit I did. I think that's what a lot of people don't think about either, though. A lot of people don't think about branding like when they're in there just even every day, but just. They don't think about the branding. They don't think about the actions and how it can reflect on their branding or or even future branding, the things that they want to continue to do. I don't think that's a conscious thought. My brand is intentionally my lifestyle because I can maintain it. Right, right, right. It, it makes more sense for me to do it that way. And I am a lifestyle brand. Like, that's how we was pitching it to Puma. Right. You see what I'm saying? Um, anybody know anybody at Puma, hit them up, tell them they need me. Yeah. They absolutely. I ain't do, gonna though. say they owe me, but <laughs> I mean they absolutely do because you've been definitely like <laughs> rocking it heavy. Yeah, but yeah. So 
I don't know. It's just why can't I find this song? I'm really trying to see who won this song, and I cannot. I, I know find I saw it. an interview recently of somebody saying that they got Stevie to play the harmonica. I heard the song. I, I'm listening. I was listening to it, and I'm like, oh, okay, Stevie. And it's crazy because Stevie got a better turnaround time than some of y'all, man. Listen. And he's a, I'm a Stevie knowing shit. He was like eight. Yes. <laughs> he ain't got more than 60, 70 years in this joint. <laughs> he's doing shit forever, yo. Sheesh. But no, um, I'm going to give you a couple more seconds. Yeah, there it is. There Stevie Wonder featuring Rhapsody, Corday, Chica, and Busta Rhymes. All right. I knew I wasn't tripping. Yep. Shout out to Corday. Young and dope. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a joint with. They performed it on the awards. It was in front of a lowrider. Who was it? It was him and oh my man that be singing. Um, and they bodied that shit. It was like some old school shit, and they Who killed be singing? it. Who did it look What's like? What's his name? Um, because I'm thinking of a lot of people right now. Like light brown skin, short. Um, he on everybody's shit. Light brown skin and short. K um, know who I'm talking about too. What's his name, man? Um. He killed a Freddie Gibbs song. Damn. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Look Corday featuring. This is Corday collabs. Look at my figures. I see who we talking about. Roddy Rich. No. Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Uh, I was okay. Yo, that joint. Corday showed me something on there. Like, Anderson, hey, yeah, yeah. he can do what he want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. people were saying he was special, but that literally was like an artistic moment. And we're going to watch it okay. as soon as we end the joint. Right. But it was like, it was just, some of your food. it was completely <laughs> dope. Like, not not like, oh, they they killed that or that was popping, that was lit. It was dope. Right, right, right. And some shit is just dope. You know what I mean? Or ill, fresh. Right. Like the old words, like you gotta use. You see a new nigga do some 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 oh, shit. Some, some, some fly shit. Some you know what I mean? Shit, it some... gotta be. It gotta be like no, that wasn't that. That ain't that the new time. Exactly that old, was that young young man with old soul. Yeah, and it's like I'm very impressed with him. Um, very impressed with him. So shout out to the home. Shout out to um Anderson Pop. You talking about somebody that done been background for everybody, been all, all the major circles, been around the world for this music shit when nobody knew his name. And when they started saying his name, he solidified that they gonna keep having to. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I salute him because every time I hear his voice on something, I'm like, this is my guy? Oh, he on everything. You know what I mean? So salute to that, salute to that. Oh, glad you found that for me. But before we get the fuck out of here, Let's go. I love your merch, though. You, <laughs> you definitely the shit, and that's what I'm saying with I that just branding buy the thing. Shit I use and put my face absolutely, on. absolutely. I love hoodies and t-shirts and shot glasses. And absolutely. Glasses and I'm starting to fuck with bandanas ever since the protest. I had wore one down to George Floyd joint. That makes sense. Because somebody was actually handing them out. Because them people you protest with, they be doing it. They come prepared. They do. They bring poster boards for everybody. They had bandanas. Snacks and shit. Um, first aid kits for Water. everybody. Goggles and shit. You want some yak? Goggles. Oh, oh wow. You want to take a shot? You got oh, a- this is official, official. Oh, man. We getting busy. Font Productions in the bitch. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We going to give her a Sponsor shot. Sponsor on the scene magazine. Check that out, too. On the magazine.com. Y'all gonna have to allow me. Oh. I'm trying to lean. No, don't don't break nothing. Let That's me before lean. the shot. Shit. Right. I sis. Okay. Um, 
Fine, almost broke the shit. Um, but she anyway. didn't, cause we fucking rebound like that. Hold up, you gotta let me give the toast first. Now, this, this right here, this right here, this shit right here, this is to y'all for making my dreams a reality and helping me keep my motherfucking sanity in 2020 while y'all was trying to maintain yours. And in the words of my guy, Bruno Brown, we alive. We alive. That's what I said, right? My guy. So this has been Sipping with Sammy. I am Sipping with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't Sipping with Sammy, you ain't Sipping right. Get your fucking life together. And? And you know, this is Sai, Sunny Brick in the building. Check me out on thescenemagazine.com. If you haven't heard it enough through this joint, you're going to hear it now. But everything that you need from a positive perspective from education and entertainment, on thescenemagazine.com. Word, word. Check us out every Thursday, 4 p.m., wherever you watch, catch your podcast at. We dropping doing happy hour. You already know I'm the king of happy hour. And check me out every Friday, man. Flyboy Friday Radio on Glockaway Radio, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. every Friday. The best happy hour in the world and the greatest station in the fucking nation. Okay. And we out this bitch like a newborn. Some scholars with real dollars and educated Nice houses with real options, they validated Some blue collar with few dollars and obligations No safe net and keep smiles, it's complicated Some scholars with real dollars and educated Nice houses with real options, they validated Some blue collar with few dollars and obligations No safe net and keep smiles, it's complicated One name Triz, Triz had his hand full To be real or more like dragging the anvil Always took time to give words and Shook hands still, no clue what he walked through, but for the standstill. No degree, work daily. A man still couldn't understand if you could work. Why would a man still? Trans work for Troy, and Troy had all the toys. On the con, they said Troy and Tom was fiddling boys. But the indictment on the way was fraud. Paper trails and strange emails to get you caught. And how you justify all that shit you bought? And where Trans will work with Troy's ass in court? Some scholars with real dollars and educated Nice houses with real options, they validated Some blue collar with few dollars and obligations No safe net and keep smiles, it's complicated Some scholars with real dollars and educated Nice houses with real options, they validated Some blue collar with few dollars and obligations No safe net and keep smiles, it's complicated Troy never had to hustle But he couldn't fly straight See, he liked the villain in the movie Like staring at the ceiling in the movie He couldn't get the picture, life changed When the car crashed, killed his sister He never told his father how he missed her Got a plug from his uncle, Bar Mitzvah First car was a Honda, but he wanted the Fisker Every day he would order lunch, Triz would deliver One day he asked Triz, you tired of making tips? You ever had your hands on the brick? Huh? He said, I know you need cash While looking at his kicks with my plan In 25 to Mars, you be rich some scholars with real dollars and educated Nice houses with real options, they validated Some blue collar with few dollars and obligations No safe net and keep smiles, it's complicated Some scholars with real dollars and educated Nice houses with real options, they validated Some blue collar with few dollars and obligations No safe net and keep smiles, it's complicated So the bottom line Triz could be Troy And Troy could be Triz don't judge motherfuckers, just try to figure out what it is. Be safe, 